Hi, I'm Karen, Eli's mom. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Adam's. Today, we will be talking about what an atom is. Everything in the world is made out of an atom. Most atoms in the universe are hydrogen atoms. There are three parts to an atom. Protons have a positive electrical charge and are found together with neutrons with no electrical charge in the nucleus of each atom. Negatively charged electrons orbit the nucleus. Orbit is just a fancy word for going around. Atoms are the smallest particles that make up elements. Each element contains a different number of protons. For an example, hydrogen atoms have one proton, while carbon atoms have six protons. Atoms are mostly empty space. The nucleus of an atom is extremely dense and contains nearly all of the mass of each atom. There are over 100 different kinds of an atom. Atoms are very small. 100 million atoms fit in the centimeter. The word atom comes from the Greek word for uncuttable or undivided. You have around 7 billion, billion, billion atoms in your body. Today, we have a special guest to answer our questions about atoms, Joe Friesen. Okay. Thank you, Uncle Joe, for speaking with us. Thank you for having me. Question one, can you see an atom under a microscope? That's a good question. And it has kind of a strange answer. So you can see a bunch of atoms if they're stuck together under a microscope, but you can't see a single atom by itself under a microscope. And one of the ways that we think we can see atoms is by making kind of, there's this type of of device it has a really, really, really skinny tip on the end of it, like a, like a really skinny needle. And we move that over a surface. And when that needle kind of bumps into things, the computer prints it out as an image. So although we can't see an atom with our eyes or with the microscope, we can make an image that kind of looks like atoms one mm. at a time. That's cool. Okay, the next question is a little bit... Uh existential. Where do atoms come from? Mm. So we don't really know, but we think that when the Big Bang happened, that there is so much energy all in one little place that some of that energy got squished into little tiny particles of matter. And those kind of ordered themselves into what we know now as the subatomic particles like protons and neutrons. Hmm. Okay. Question three, what does an atom look like? Hmm. So although we can't see a single atom, when we try to make an image of one the best we can, they look kind of like little tiny balls, like little spheres. And the edges of them 
are a little bit fuzzy. Like they don't really have a clear starting or stopping point. Almost like they fade, the edges just fade into nothingness. So it's kind of weird to look at them when you use our imaging tools. Okay, question four. This is one Eli really wanted to know. How do you mix hydrogen and oxygen to make water? And how do you mix carbon and oxygen to make carbon dioxide? So if you want to mix hydrogen and oxygen gas together and you make water out of it, you have to give it a bump or we say you have to give it activation energy for it to start reacting. And luckily with oxygen and hydrogen, the way that we give it that starting energy is with a spark or a flame. So if you have hydrogen and oxygen together and you light a match and you put it near it, it's going to blow up really loud, really forceful. And the only thing that comes out of that after the sound is water vapor in the air. It's like the byproduct of that explosion. And um, I have a video of us doing that at my school that I can send you. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And it really it surprises our students because they think they're really tough and they don't want to plug their ears. <laughs> and, and then we blow up a balloon full of two parts hydrogen to one part oxygen, which is just what it needs to make water. And the, loud, the balloon blows up so loud that the car alarms in the parking lot go off. We saw that we saw the Martian. Have you seen the Martian? Oh, I, I love that movie. And what's his name? Mark Watney. Remember he made water? Eli was very excited. Uh -huh. And then he was wondering about carbon and oxygen to make carbon dioxide. Is it similar? Yep. Same thing. You just have to add a little bit of energy. If you have some carbon and some oxygen together, a little bit of energy, usually from heat, and then you get the carbon dioxide out. But we have a lot of things that, that burn all the time in our world. And there's so much carbon. It's like it's a really common element that we see a lot of carbon dioxide made on accident or as a byproduct hmm. because people are burning carbon all the time. And that little bit of energy makes carbon dioxide. Cool. Okay, are you ready for question five? Are light, yeah. are light waves made of atoms? Okay, so the first answer is no, light waves are not made of atoms, but light waves are very strange, and they're sort of like, an, they're an energy wave, but sometimes they decide to act like a particle, like they, they kind of want to be an atom. So they are small enough that they can bounce off atoms and go through atoms, but they really aren't made of atoms. Hmm. Okay. Eli's next question is, why is everything built up of atoms? So we, I think when the Big Bang happened, like we talked about before, I think that because atoms and matter, that was the way that energy kind of got squished and there wasn't, we, we don't really see any other things around us, any other forms than atoms. So we can't really tell like things like dark matter or other weird stuff that scientists know about that humans can't really perceive on a daily basis. So it looks like everything's made of atoms, but 
there's probably other stuff we're made out of that we just can't see. Okay, you like question seven? Why? I mean, what's your favorite fact about atoms? Um, my favorite fact of all of them is that an atom is mostly empty space. We think of them like humans or most humans think of atoms as like solid little tiny balls. Like they're just like a building block, like a Lego. But in reality, it's over 99% empty inside. And you can think of the little nucleus, which is at the center of the atom, and the electrons, which are kind of at the border, at the very edge of the atom. And between the nucleus in the middle and the outer edge is nothing, emptiness. And it's the proportion is kind of like if you put a little tiny golf ball in the middle of a giant football sports stadium, like a professional sports. You put a golf ball in the middle of the field, and then you go sit at the furthest seat up, then that's about like where the electrons are compared to the little golf ball nucleus in the middle. That is very surprising. Okay, last question. What is your favorite atom? Or I guess it would be, what is your favorite element? Um, so a lot of the elements have very strange characteristics, but I think I like helium the most. It's very simple. It's It has a lot of interesting properties for being so simple. And we kind of use it every day in balloons and things for birthday parties. But most people don't realize that it, it's a limited supply of helium on Earth. And we really need it for a couple different scientific things we do, like cooling down lasers. So when people use it for birthday parties, I kind of think, Maybe we shouldn't waste it for that. Maybe we should save it and use it for the scientific things. Yeah, but have you heard how fun it makes your voice sound? I love it. I love doing that. <laughs> um, Eli, oh, I'm, I'm you, conflicted. Um, he said that helium is used to cool down a laser. Do you want to ask about that? How it does it do that? No. Oh, he has a joke he wants to do. Okay. Okay, okay, it's time, time for, for a, a joke. joke. Okay, this is Eli's Why joke. Why should you never trust an atom? Hmm. Why should I never trust an atom? I don't know. Because they make up everything. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, being with us and answering our questions. Thank you for having me on your show. Say thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you, Joel, for being with us and your answers. See you all in the next episode. And thank you for listening.